I have an idea. Let's record a shitty intro. Just strum it. <laughs> This is the Zach and Akash show. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Zach and Akash show. We're coming at you hey, live guys. from Connecticut. Um, yeah, what's up? We're, we're chilling. So it's a very nice day today. You know, I was running this morning and I saw a fox right in front of me. So... That's your that's your nature nature of the day. Fuck. So today we kind of decided just to talk about the economy. But really we have no idea what the fuck we're going to talk about today. So uh we're just going to run with it. Classic Zack and Akash show. <sighs> Great job stalling Zack. <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. Hold up, guys. I'm getting set up on my. Um, let me take a quick. So I still have a lot of things. Just pull up stream on your yesterday. own on your own channel. You don't need to be logged in. Yeah, chat. I'm not signed into it. Like, log me out of everything. I just opened it God up on it. something else. It's whatever. It's fine. I'll just read chat um, to you. Don't worry. No one's no one's chatting right now. So. No, no, I can see chat and everything. Oh. I'm just on. Yeah, you, know, you can still watch YouTube when you're not signed in, so it's good. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Yeah, so we decided we're going to talk about the economy in the next 20 years, but what you're really going to hear is our perspectives and views on, well, what I was thinking oh, is just how the economy is right now and my thoughts on cool ways you could model an economy for the future. And just random things like that. A lot of this is going to be speculation and bullshit because none of us, neither of us are economists. So this will be fun, though, just to see where we can take this. Yeah. And go. again, this is the only day that we don't actually have a solid show lineup. So again, yeah, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. It's his codenamed Big Ideas, but really that means experimental. So don't expect it to be... <laughs> stable like the other shows yeah so how this works is if you don't know what our schedule is sundays and wednesdays we do the wikipedia show where we learn some topic on wikipedia and talk to each other about it thursdays we do business and career dev and friday and tuesdays we have a guest come in that's why we added tuesdays for guests now too but monday is our experimental show where we're just going to try random things like this and see where that goes Mm-hmm. 100%, yeah. Um, so, you know, we have... You told me to watch that video um, that Ray Dalio made, which is... Uh, yes. Which I found... Well, okay, I fell asleep towards the end because I got the point, but... um, Yeah, so... Okay, that's fair. We have credit, and we have non-credit. Or, or it's more like we have debt and non-debt. Um, so... Cash, that's how you you can pay. Let me link the video in chat for okay. Those of you who are live. So like, oh, I gotta sign into chat, so I can't do that. Jesus Christ, it's okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's two types of 
two types of like monies, I guess you could call them. We have like regular cash, which is like you pay and the transaction's done. And then you have credit, which is you pay with credit and then it's not settled until you pay the credit. So it's like they're, you're giving them an IOU. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing because with credit, you can quickly like build businesses, assuming the business won't fail. You can quickly build businesses and then generate better productivity as you go through. Uh, but because of that, yeah. we have um, these things called debt cycles, which is where, you know, in the beginning, you can take on a bunch of debt because you don't owe a bunch of things. And then towards the end, you don't have much spending power. So you're going to spend less because you got to pay your debt. So you'll have a bunch of those. You have short term and then long term. Um, yeah, I guess that's the only two types of debt cycles. Yeah, well, and then there's one thing that's constantly progressing upwards. It's productivity. Oh, so I'm giving it the right. Uh, no, so this is going upwards. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's opposite. The camera's split. So this is going upwards. Right. So that's productivity, meaning improvements in technology. Oh. Yeah, pretty much improvements in technology, right? So pretty much, let's say right now, it takes me five hours to produce bread. So I'm going to get a certain amount of money for five hours. If I figure out some new technology that allows me to bake bread faster, now it's only going to take me three hours to bake bread. So that's an improvement in productivity. So that's the only constant upwards trend productivity. So if you look at the short-term and long-term debt cycles, they were usually, even though they're going up and down, they're in an upwards trend, which is based around productivity. So one of the main lessons from that video is, you know, it works for the economy, but also I guess in your personal life is always focus on upping your productivity because that's the one that has a you know, 100% return on investment. Yep. And that, that, yeah, that keeps going up because mm -hmm. if you're not focused on productivity, you get something like people just throwing money at random shit and you're not going to get any return from that. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So, um, so the productivity thing also fits into like how I invest. Um, so this, this is a good point in the video where he was talking about and you look at you look at these like cycles and like you only see a little snapshot really really close up so either look it, it looks like it's going down sometimes it'll look like it's going up sometimes it looks flat but in the long run productivity is going up everything's going up um so when i invest i know that productivity is going up probably consistently with this with the country it's been pretty stable our productivity um and then you know i just know it's going to go up so invest in yeah, the whole economy not just the country but as the entire world too productivity's always been going up because mm -hmm. people get better you got so much i mean for something like the united states productivity is just straight up technology but for other countries could be lowering their childhood mortality rates increasing access to food for everyone increasing access to clean water and shelter for everyone but some way or another, it's like, you know, some countries are obviously slower than others based on their individual situations. But in the long term, it always ends to trend upwards. So when you are investing and if you're doing it for the long term, you know, you just got to hold on to the market. 
you don't want to look at the short-term cycles mm-hmm. and just get hit with, oh man, it's going down. I better sell. No, it's going to go back up. Yeah. But another thing that, so during times of, let's say a depression or yeah, when the debt cycles on the downward trend and some of that can be spurred by external events like what Corona is doing right now. Government has a few, few little switches and less they can pull to help out with that. One thing they pulled, which is really big in recent events is they printed out a bunch of money to help people stay afloat because how this entire cycle and machine works is if you have money, you can spend money. You spending money is someone else's income. So they get that money. And if they get so extremely simplified down, once they get more income, they're eligible for higher credit. So more income equals more credit and more credit equals more spending. And then it goes up like that. When something like corona happens and people are get fear of job loss or something like that, then people start spending less. And if they start spending less, other people start earning less because spending you're spending is someone else's income. And when you start earning less, you start spending less. And you have less money, so you have less credit. So that's when it starts going downwards and downwards. And it gets to a point where it leads something like unemployment because some people don't have money to spend. So to save money, what are they going to do? They're going to cut off other people. And that means that those people aren't making any income. So the government needs to do something like, I guess, falsified inflation. They print out a bunch of money to break people out. But the issue with that is a lot of people don't understand the issue with just printing a lot of money. But think about it almost like a like a stock market, right? Money isn't, it's not just infinite. Money only has because we give it value. What are we going to value? Something that there isn't much of, something that's scarce, or something that's abundant. There's a reason why gold has such a high value and grass doesn't. So the more money you print, the more the value of money goes down overall. So you're going to notice prices are going higher and it's going to be harder for people to get things if they don't have a steady source of income. You know, this printing out a shit ton of money is great as a temporary solution to keep the market afloat. But if things don't start getting back to normal, it's just going to pretty much amplify the shittiness we're in. Mm -hmm. Don't you find it weird that like the dollar isn't actually worth anything? Like we just agree it's worth a dollar. Like the fiat currency yeah, situation. Oh, I know we, we've talked about this so many times because um, we've been talking about like Bitcoin mm-hmm. for the past. See, dude, the past like two weeks have just been like economies. Um, like uh, Wednesday, you're talking There's about the some Great of Depression. Next week, too. Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday, my Wikipedia show is going to be about the Great Depression. Oh, what's, what's next week? Did you sometime see? in the next couple of weeks, I'm getting my buddy Joe on here to guess. And. He's a he's a huge economy and money guy, and, and a huge uh, supporter of Bitcoin and the future of Bitcoin. So it's gonna be fun to have him on. And he's also way more knowledgeable than us about all of this. So it's gonna be exciting to learn from him on the show. 
This week is, or this show, sponsored by Bitcoin. <laughs> just kidding. That's Imagine not, that's every impossible. episode they just throw a Bitcoin at us. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be nice? That would yeah. be. I would take that actually. Yeah, <laughs> I would take a Bitcoin. I, you'd be stupid not to, <laughs> dude. That'd be that'd be pretty much us making eight k a show every a episode. Fuck. Yeah, so so that's like four k each. But anyway, back on point. I think the interesting thing about economy as a science is it's not based on exactly hard principles. It's more based on human behavior, and there's a lot of psychology which I find fascinating how, how people can create all these models and equations just based on watching humans behavior. It just goes to show how predictable people are. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I mean, all it is is like economics is just like you buy something and now you just want to look at it like the macro, sometimes the micro like person to person. Um, yeah, by the way, I fixed your cam, so now your whole top half is visible. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, it's, it's been moving around. <laughs> Something, yeah, it's, OBS is being weird today in the past two days, so. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it it's not too complicated. Like, there's a whole South Park episode where they're talking about the economy and how it's, like, this crazy force. But in the, the day, it's, like, just people. Well, the simplified version of it is very complicated. Obviously, economists are looking at very complex models of course, to make yeah. very complex prediction about where everything's heading, which I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> but something as simple as things are only valued or how much ever people are willing to spend, that's simple. It's everything is worth based on how much we value because we just average all of our values and set that as a price. And uh, some people are going to think something's worth it. Other people aren't going to think it's worth it. And we find a price where most people think it's worth it. Because mm-hmm. again, it's an, it's an average. I recommend for those of us who have disposable income in this, this strange time, go buy some shit that you need so we can, you know, that's like the best solution. Just go buy stuff. Well, okay, okay. Don't, don't go crazy, but like, you know. Come, come. No, my friend was like, no, yeah, well, I make sure I go out, buy a lemonade to like, you know, support a local business. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah good buy from local businesses, go support them. You know, again, don't buy much. Obviously, you want to watch out for yourself. Just don't go around throwing money. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> I'm not going to, um, our audience is too small to encourage that big a change. So like, it's going to be like, 10 people buying just random shit. It's not going to do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Zach, I'll, I want to talk about some cool economic systems. So I've seen some TV shows where in the future they have, they pretty much have access to energy, clean energy, completely renewable. And using that energy, they can print anything they want. So their currency is reputation. So everything they do is work their job based on certain job they have certain reputation. And because of that reputation, they're allowed to get certain benefits others aren't, like a better living arrangements, et cetera, et cetera. But possessions, like any type of 
food or drink you want or any type of phone or flashlight. You can just pretty much print that in something like a 3D printer in your room. Wow. So, so like, if you, like, get mad at someone, they can give you a bad reputation score? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Well, no. So, well, there is a system like that also that I want to talk about. But this one's more like your reputation is based on your job. Okay. So what is our reputation? Mm. Like software developers. So as software developers, we, based on current society's demand for it, we'd have a pretty decent reputation. It wouldn't be like the top of the top. But it would be it would be up there. What about podcasters? A podcast. Well, at the state of the show at the moment, <laughs> Brian says I'm booming out on sushi every week. There's a Black Mirror episode about that. Well, Brian, the Black Mirror one is the other one I want to talk about. The other reputation one where people actually assign each other reputation points. Yeah. Brian says everyone has a score based on ratings from other people and they can access better living areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's similar to almost similar to our credit score because the better behavior, financial behavior we have, the better credit score we get. But in the Black Mirror episode, all right, let's talk about that one, right? That episode's kind of crazy. It's not a certain system giving you points or taking away points. It's people. So if people, every time you have an interaction, people give you like a Uber rating, a five-star rating or something out of, yeah. Five my star hair rating. is in my eye. I need to wear a headband. All right, you wear a headband. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it pretty much leads to this environment where people are just fake as shit to each other. Um, everyone's got, everyone literally has these class. All right. So people have these advisors train you how to be more socially pleasing so they work on everything from what you say to how you smile to every little fidget you have and pretty much they create this persona for you and how you act around in public so your score goes up now people might sit there thinking whoa this is weird this is scary well what do you do on instagram or any other social media that's true you uh you like people's stuff you comment you get followers yeah and people thing. post these perfect pictures of themselves showing that they live a perfect life to maximize their likes and maximize their comments and maximize their influence or they don't everyone's like yas queen okay <laughs> so gorgeous well, why? Well, that's good that's because they're <laughs> reading the market dude they're Fake smart shit <laughs> Come on. Like, all right. A lot of people are going in there without makeup, just posting completely natural. So let me hop on that trend, show that I can be normal too. It's just trends people start and people start to follow the trend, whatever's popular. So they get the most likes and everything. You know, it's so funny. Someone would like post a picture and they comment and like, oh, so beautiful. And they'd be like, they come up to me and be like, dude, I can't believe they posted that picture. I'm like, you just commented. You like it. Dude, I wonder why that is, right? You never see that on dudes' Instagrams. There's, okay. Um, remember Sapiens? There was the whole, like, uh, gossiping thing they were talking about. It's just human nature. Okay. Like, we're, it's, society's here because we gossiped. 
you gossip on who you think would like fuck up society. Um, no, no, no. I'm talking about the not not the gossip, but well, like the shit. Majority. Talk. If you look at if you look at chicks and not shit talk even. If you look at chicks and oh. guys, chicks have like billions of comments like, "Oh my god, you're so cute, you're so beautiful." I'm like, and then guys are just like, "Haha, cool." That's good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've I've never actually like looked into that. It, it's just a common pattern I notice. I mean, so my friends give me the peep the bicep. Oh, yeah, that's right. There you go. You know, I was gonna wear a robe on the show, but I thought we would have to bop the floors after, so I didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nice. All right. Okay. But, all right, well, taking it back to the voting-based economy, where pretty much how you act... Yeah, so you... Well, not voting, but you pretty much send people... Well, there was another version of this where instead of rating it out of five stars, every time you pass by someone, you either give them an up arrow or a down arrow. And then it averages... The, As you, know, you walk past, though? Yeah, if, if they're... So if you, like, accidentally bump them. into someone, they give you a down arrow... That's stupid. Or if you look at someone, they look at you weirdly, you give them a down arrow. So it trains society to be this really, really fake, pretty much, it forces people to be actors. Okay. Fake actors, always putting on a persona. It's like social media, but in real life. And I guess everyone already does that to a certain sense. Um just pretty much going around being like oh even if i don't like something i'm just going to smile and be polite about it politeness is a basic human thing where people are being nice and we notice that with our customer discovery or even if people don't like something they're not going to say it they're going to be polite about it and i think that's also based on the human need to be likable and to be the want to be accepted by your society but this is just that on drugs where people are actually straight up rating you to your face on. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I would not like that society. Um, I don't know. How, do, how well do you think we would do? How rich? <laughs> the Depends black on if you're willing to be fake or not. Because this chick, she tried really hard to be fake, and then she just had a bad day, and she went from like a four-star... To like a three and a half star. All right, this is how crazy it gets, right? This chick, one of her friends is hosting a wedding, and this friend is like a five star type of person. So this chick really wanted to go because that would boost her rating just being at the wedding. The whole reason the five star chick invited this chick to her wedding is because she she was high enough. She was like three point nine or something, but not too high. So it was good to have that diversity of different ratings in her wedding. So it would make her look better. So she invited people to her wedding based on high ratings, low ratings, but not too low because that would just make her look bad. And then when this chick just decided to pretty much take the red pill and be however she wanted, her ratings started to plummet. And then this chick was like, yeah, you can't show up to the wedding anymore. But she shows up anyway in the finale of the show. She causes this huge scene in the wedding about how people are living these fake lives. And they shouldn't be. And in the end, I don't think it works out for the low-rating chick. Because 
because mob mentality, society is going to overthrow whatever because they all believe in this one common thing. And anyone who believes otherwise is pretty much thrown down the scale. Fuck, dude. Oh, that sucks. That would be the, I, I hate that. I already like hate it enough right now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> damn. Oh, there's another there's another currency. Um, you ever see the the show or the movie Time with Justin Timberlake? No. Well, you like pay you pay in uh time, so like time to live. So you have this like like ticker right here, and it says how mm -hmm. long you're gonna live, and that's how you pay. And so if it runs out, you die. Oh God. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I well, honestly, I like it because Justin Timberlake's in it. Justin Timberlake is okay. ten out of ten. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Like yeah, dude, that's wild. Yeah, there's a scene where how he's much like, do people start with? Actually, I don't know how people are born. I think it's the natural way, but I'm not actually. Sh they never. I don't think they covered that. Because think about it, right? Well, if you have a if you have a unhealthy eating habits and you're prone for a heart attack, does your time just start depleting? No. So do the healthier population become the richer population? Actually, no. So what happens is your aging stops at 30. So if you're 100, you look 30. So everyone's like really oh. healthy. Mm -hmm. So you, you, the only gotcha. way to die is so... either like get shot or run out of time. You know, You don't actually die from disease. Like that wasn't a thing. Wow. Yeah. There's a scene where he's gambling. So you you can earn like, time to live then. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you they like they it's like a fiat. They print it. And you you put this thing on your wrist. Wow. It's like a little like metal wallet. You get time. You can also you can give it to people. Yeah, you can give it to people like this. So imagine this is two people. Like you put your you put your forearms together. That's a Oh <laughs> gotcha. It's like a handshake, like yeah. a forearm handshake. Okay, okay. Imagine, well, imagine people can die, right? But you can pretty much feed them your life source and just be like, there, buddy, you can live another year. No, yeah, that's what they did. They uh, would do that. It's, it's like, um, I don't wow. want to spoil anything, but uh, there's, a, there's like a scene where he's gambling. And it's like you see it ticking down to like five, and then he wins, and he lives. Well, in a society like that, would people just end up living forever? Because think about someone rich who has found out how to just keep making money. Well, I guess your family, if you're rich, can live forever if you have a crazy business. Because you can just keep feeding everyone life points. Yeah, they, they know but, they talk about it. There's, there's a scene where this rich guy shows up who has 100 years. He shows up to a bar and he's just buying everyone drinks and then he gives Justin Timberlake all of his time and then he dies because um I guess he didn't want to live any longer so it's that whole situation but um yeah that's like it's like a real thing I, I guess there's a lot of shows like that about like living forever um I don't know there's this other like French um show on Netflix where you can like I guess regenerate your body or something so you don't die. And I guess there was Wait, like this so, whole movement to what? 
let's think about the death, the economics behind the time-based system, right? How much time you have to live. How is new time emitted? They, they didn't say. I think it's like a fiat currency and they just print it. All right, let's think about it. What if, what if it's scars, but the only way to get new time into the system is by having a baby? And a baby comes with a certain amount of time, maybe like a hundred years or something. Yeah, I mean. And then think about that, dude. People just, like people in low economic situations who just have a lot of babies. And if they're screwed up enough, they just feed off life source from the babies. They want to live that bad. It's fucking human cattle. What the hell? Yeah. Or they just take enough so and hope that the baby grows up to get rich so it can keep living. And the baby grows up to have a good education system. Well, don't we already do what they do? We give away our time to get money. I'm saying, don't we already do that? Kind of. Can't get any more back, though. Yeah, dude. Here's how we feed off the baby's time. We educate them. We send them to school for Mm -hmm. 18 years, whether they want to go or not. That's feeding off, like, the first 20 years of their life. Yeah. It's fucked up. Hoping that they become more successful one day. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what Tim Ferriss tells you to do, right, in the four-hour work week. He pretty much tells you to think about money as time rather than money. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what we did. Because that changes up everything. Because then you start value. Then you realize what you value more. Do you really value your time more or your money? Because he brings up this interesting concept of why do people make money? Why do they want to make money? Because they want, they don't want the money. Who wants pieces of paper? Or some digital ticker going up. No one. What they want is what money can get them, which is promises like a better car, a better house, validation. better vacation. Yeah, validation. But also, if you if you are in poverty, then it can get you to a good life. Mm-hmm. Right. So then it becomes all about maximizing your time get the most money because there's another thing where there's certain people who just make money and keep saving all that money never use it and hey if that's how they want to do it they can but i see i just don't see the value in that personally because i think obviously I always save up for a rainy day but what's the point of all that if you're 70 and then you finally stop working what do you do with your money then Go just, to the um, premium retirement home. <laughs> like, I think we may be just thinking about saving and stuff the wrong way. You know, maybe instead of like stockpiling, I mean, you should stockpile some because like it sucks when you're old. 
for um, situations like this corona yeah people are I've, gonna need it i've seen some money old people who got no money and it's pretty shit um but it's good to stockpile it's sad man yeah but it's just good to stockpile but i think um the whole you could change it like what we're doing right now is we're trying to build a machine that like there's no leaks no cracks no wasted time um we're closer than we've ever been with that we're trying it out this week but yeah so well the hardest part about this the current society and socioeconomics of this is with any capitalism based society eventually we end up with a wealth gap which becomes the issue and that's what we're really trying to do now solve issues based around wealth gap and then that leads to just some people just straight up hurting, um, not hurting, hating on the rich, which is just bullshit in my opinion. It's not like they just magically got the money. Well, unless they're children of the rich, then I guess they just magically got it. But <laughs> the rich, they, they work for the money. Even their children, they work so hard so they can provide that money and that value to their children in the future. So you can't hate them for it. But at the same time, I can see why people would have the tendencies to hate because in the society, whether it's ide ideal or not, well, yeah, it's not ideal, but the rich get richer. And you can, as a, as a poor member of society, there is an opportunity for you, you to break out, but it's much harder and it's, you know, it's not in your side to break out and get rich. I don't know. What do you, how do you think we can solve that? Um, that's a good question. You know, if I knew the answer, maybe we would have solved it by now. But um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a complicated people, question. Thing, people kind of do that, try to do it with taxation. But I just don't think it's fair to straight up tax the rich more yeah like a 50 percent a tax. flat percentage like a flat percentage base tax that makes sense because percentage itself is automatically scaling so you pay how much ever based on how much you make Not just a flat tax yeah flat um i know kyle collins was a fan of this but yeah just a flat 20 percent tax or something with no loopholes that allow you to evade it or do anything like that. I don't know how that would work. I don't really know too much about that and why certain loopholes for tax exist and why different things are taxed. Well, I know why different, some things are taxed more in a basic sense, but I don't know why there's, there are certain loopholes you can get, go through to legally evade taxes. I might have to look more into that. Maybe I could do a Wikipedia episode on tax loopholes and why they exist. Start a foundation. Build a church. Uh, yeah, I I like what Andrew Yang was trying to do with UBI. Instead of taxing the person itself, it was more taxing the company in a way where their taxes wouldn't go up by much more than it already is unless they're not paying much taxes, then it would go up. And the way it's distributed becomes better, and people pretty much get a monthly X amount of money 
universal but basic income yeah and some people argue that some people argue that people certain people are just gonna spend that on drugs or alcohol and they're not going to make use with that money but it's going to waste but my logic on that is it's fine if people do that but for those there is still going to be a certain amount of people that money can really help out and those people are going to become better so overall we're still going to be on that upward trend you get what i'm saying yeah so i had my own opinions on universal basic income where see i think maybe for a couple of years it would work but eventually if everybody gets a thousand dollars then the thousand dollars becomes the new zero dollars just from like an economics point of view um on paper it makes sense like in theory but again we don't know what's going to happen until we at least try it but i i don't think it'll work for that reason so yeah, I agree with that. I thought about that too, that eventually prices are going to go up to match everyone having an extra $1,000 of disposable income. Mm-hmm. But although prices are going to go up by a certain amount, they're not going to go up enough to completely neg- negate the $1,000 people get or the $1,200 people get. Because rent isn't just going to magically double and even if the rent does double right say it goes from thousand bucks to two thousand bucks now even though people can't pay for their complete rent they can still pay for 50 percent of it no i mean yeah like like let's assume there's it's still going to have value to people like let's assume we do it tomorrow yeah sure it'll happen but eventually it's gonna over time we're gonna inflate and it's gonna be worth it's gonna be the new zero I don't, that, that's what I disagree with. It'll never be zero. Well, yeah, on paper, it'll look for, like a thousand. For, no, 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 no. Think about this. For a thousand dollar to have the same value as one dollar, the price of, uh, assume everything else is constant, except for price fluctuations, the prices of everything would have to go up a thousand times. I guess that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, the prices are going to go up. Things are going to become more expensive. But not to a degree in which $1,000 is going to become valueless. It, because people are still going to be... And remember, all that money, all those $1,000 is also going right back into the market, too. Interesting. Is there any countries that's tried this? believe Sweden. Let me look it up. In basic income, which countries have UBI? Oh, so Australia has UBI. So basic income around the world. So There's South Africa, Namibia, there's Japan, Japan, South Korea, India. Well, that's news to me. (laughs) I wonder what type of basic income they're talking about. 
Apparently Hawaii has a form of it. Alaska has a form of it. And there are certain areas in the United States where they're running pilots. We gotta see how it works out, yeah. Japan. Support basic income along with all right. Who gets Let's it? Look at, yeah, so let me look at in the Nordic countries, right? Basic income and then debate in Sweden basic income was debated. I don't care about how does it work. So is it a thousand the, is it a thousand bucks a month? Like or is it a thousand bucks a year? I believe it's a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't tell me exactly how it was implemented. I don't know where to find that. So that's an extra twelve grand per person. Yeah. Let me go to Andrew Yanks. But I I believe it was a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, twelve k per year. 12k per year for all u.s citizens over the age of 18 okay so no children get 12,000 a year uh, no <laughs> so everyone even like so it's not going to be like a progressive think about it dude style. it's the same thing as a lifelink from the yeah. children if children got 12,000 a year people just be popping out big it's like crazy okay Interesting. Actually, that's so, not true because babies. Yeah, cost it would. Money it would cost like. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> It'd be more of a. Okay, so everyone gets twelve grand a year. So, I feel like that should it should be selective. I feel like at a certain point, you shouldn't just get twelve thousand. Like what if you're Jeff Bezos? Like I feel like maybe like eight. Yeah, like if you're Jeff Bezos, you don't need twelve thousand dollars. Uh... So, what, you think it should be income capped? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because then, like, you're just, like, wasting, you know? Well. Like, the whole point is to get people to buy more shit, right? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Or, like, just be progressive so they don't, like, forget to pay the rent or whatever. Yeah, I see what you mean. I wonder if this website, Yangs, uh, has anything about it. Uh, oh wait here's a wouldn't value added tax here's the answer to your question wouldn't the so VAT tax get passed on to consumers canceling on the UBI so yeah the prices wouldn't necessarily go up but so they would just go up enough to mark up for the tax that Andrew Yang was planning to add so his answer to that is first not all goods will be subject to the VAT which is value added tax Staples such as groceries and clothing will be excluded from the VAT. So not all prices will go up. Maybe they'll go up a little since people have, again, there's more. See, I don't know how much price will go up either because there technically isn't more money in the market. It's just a redistribution of money. Right? So things like Amazon would have a VAT tax. The consumer products from there would have VAT tax, but these people, if they're using their money for groceries, it's going to be the same. So the, it's based on where you're using the money. Uh, again, second, the assumption that the entire VAT would get passed on to consumers is incorrect. Consumers are price sensitive, and the demand for most goods is at least somewhat elastic. While prices will likely increase on many goods, 
the increase will, for the most part, be smaller than the VAT as producers find more efficient ways to produce goods and adjust prices to maximize profitability. Finally, an individual would have to buy a lot of non-exempt items in order to cancel out the value of the UBI. Assuming all goods are subject to a VAT and the entire VAT is passed on to consumers, an individual would have to buy 120,000 worth of items, dollars worth of items before the extra costs associated with the VAT use up their UBI. As stated above, two assumptions are wrong and most people aren't spending nearly that much money. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I gotta look at the economics of this. Yeah, dude, this website is really good for those of you wondering where to find this. This is yang2020.com slash what hyphen is hyphen freedom hyphen dividend hyphen fact FAQ. Yeah. All right, I don't know if I'm gonna trust Andrew Yang's website because he's only gonna tell you the good things. Right, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But the logic makes sense. But yeah, again yeah obviously don't just don't just look at look at this website it does lay things out clearly but also look at media telling you the opposite play devil's advocate with yourself gotta research it yeah Talk. all the maybe yeah, uh, maybe i don't the think this website is going to straight up lie but well yeah <laughs> will highlight highlight the good and not the bad universal basic income let me all let me give you guys your stock market up. Oh wait, here it is. Why would you 3%. give basic income to the rich? By giving everyone the freedom dividend, the stigma for accepting cash transfers from the government disappears. I see. Interesting. It's more of a social thing. Additionally, it removes the incentive for anyone to remain within certain income brackets to receive benefits. If it's paid for by okay. Yeah. Because right now, for to get certain benefits, people either get to like fake marriages or fake divorces to get certain benefits and play around with that and to get into certain income brackets. So by giving it to anyone, one, he thinks socially it'd be more acceptable. So I, you know, say I had this thing about I didn't want to give an image of being low income then I wouldn't go accept the 1200 but if everyone's getting it, then I wouldn't mind taking it from the government. And two, um, God, I just lost my train of thought right there. <laughs> two, it, yeah, two, I wouldn't go get married or get a divorce or something to go into a certain bracket. So I'd be eligible. I would just straight up be eligible. What if, what is stopping companies from paying people 12000 less? There is that. Why is it universal basic income and then coronavirus? What the fuck is that? Why is that the second search term? Wouldn't employers just start paying less? The gap between productivity and hourly compensation has been increasing since 1973. Wow. Interesting. So around, if you look at this graph, I don't know how they measure productivity, but up till 1961, productivity and 
the income were, you know, on a similar trend, but they bridged off like this. So our productivity is technically way higher than how much we're getting paid. But then again, we also have way more people to pay. So <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know how uh, I'd have to analyze this graph more before I believe it, but <clears throat> there's employers are already there's paying five. their employees less for doing more. Corporate productivity is up 72% since 73, but American wages are only up 9%. UBI would put power into hands of the workers with consistent conditional cash to cover their expenses. Americans will be able to will be able to be more selective about the working conditions they're willing to accept. Well, I don't know. I don't agree with that. So he's basically saying people aren't going to take certain jobs if they pay less just because they have UBI. I don't think that's true. Because although UBI helps you out, you're still going to need a job and if they just straight up pay less. But I guess another thing to consider is are they going to reduce the minimum wage because of UBI? Because if they keep the minimum wage similar, those earning at minimum wage are still going to benefit from UBI. How much is minimum wage? Well, right while there's 11. Well, it depends on the state. I think it's 11 in Connecticut. New York, it's 15. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be 12 in September. Okay. Oh, I guess it goes up. Oh, wow. They have a... This is Lamont's minimum wage thing. It's going to be 14 by July 1st, 2022. That's far out. With UBI, people may afford to take jobs that they want, naturally want to do, like being a teacher or a coach or artist. Yeah, sure. That's with people who already have the option to do that. But just making 12000 if you're I don't know. I don't know how, how I feel about that answer. But I guess as long as minimum wage doesn't go down, they should still be fine. UBI. So there's like one, two, three, four, five types of basic incomes. Unconditional. Oh, wait, no. This is like the income would be unconditional, automatic, non-withdrawable, individual, and as a right. Uh, it's unconditional. I think we covered that. Basic income would vary with age, but with no other conditions. You know what? All right, we're we're at ten. So how about we do a Wikipedia one once on UBI? Oh God! Different implementations of it. Why don't you do that for Sunday? Dude, let's get a. I I picked one, but I might change it. I like put put it there, just because I have. I was gonna do the Art of War because I have the book right over there. It's only fifty pages, Mm. but I don't know. I should like start just picking these things out of a hat at this point because there's so many I want to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could do it. I'm just like curious to what the fuck is gonna. I've never like thought about universal basic income before. Um, yeah, I had a lot of questions originally. The more I think about it, it did make sense. But again, I need to look at more sources that are preaching against it. So I can look at the arguments against it. Yeah, it's just like the way I see like and every that, time every time we raise minimum wage, 
the dollar is just worth less unless we're like printing shit. Is, is that correct? Kind of. Sometimes. No, Maybe. If we are if we are printing shit and raising minimum wage, then the dollar is worth less. Yeah. But right now, I think minimum wage is going up faster than inflation is going up, at least based on Lamont's plan. I, again, I don't know. Don't quote me on this. I don't know the exact statistics behind it. But if minimum wage is going up, it just means people at the top are making slightly less. Because, well, not people at the top, but the company overall is profiting less. So if you're a highly, as a business, you're making smaller margins. That might make you have to raise, if you're really, if that cuts your margins down so much that you're not working as a business anymore, then you might have to increase the cost of your products. But a lot of businesses can take the hit. Yeah, Brian's saying, I've noticed that with minimum wage increasing, things aren't actually getting more expensive. That's because that's that's at a small time. It's not over time, though. Yeah. Every time, you, if you do a quick switch, like, you're going to see, like, nothing happen. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It takes time to catch up. But I think prices have been going up based on inflation, but not by minimum wage going up. I think minimum wage, if anything, might just be going up to... I don't know, man. The dollar's a broken inflation. currency. Buy gold. All right. All right. No. This show is sponsored no, by no, gold. No, 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 no. Element number well, or element name AU. For everyone, this was, <laughs> what will the economy be in 20 years? The answer is that did we not, don't know. That, we didn't even knows. talk about where it's going in 20 years. <laughs> no, we... But uh, this was a fun one to just get our ideas clear on See? it and to learn about things. Akash doubted this last night, and we made it work. All right. <laughs> I doubted the title because, again, okay, we didn't fair. talk about whatever the title had. But this was still fun to talk about. I – oh, wait. One more comment from Brian. As someone who's been working since minimum wage was in the $8 range, that's true. But like the entire economy is increasing and getting more expensive. And if you look at a trend of price increases and wage increases, wage increase lags way behind. Okay, yeah. I don't know, man. I got to look at it. This is like way yeah. above me. <laughs> yeah, lesson from all of this. One, don't give into confirmation bias. Like I, I was starting to do a little bit looking at Yang's website and UBI. Look at I saw you both sources. Look <laughs> at both sides of sources. And yeah, don't be don't be cheap. Learn. Don't don't trust questions. Don't trust anyone. Yep. Trust. Trust, trust no one. Trust the collective. Trust God but himself. Various collectives. <laughs> trust trust diversity. Trust Pangu. There you go. Trust Pangu. Okay. After all, you're just a flea falling from his hair. Okay, yeah. All right. Let's That's um Easter egg for yesterday's episode. Let's wrap up the show. So we got some interesting lineups for the following week. Tomorrow, Nick is gonna talk about Muay Thai. When? Um Wednesday, Akash is gonna talk about the Great Depression, so very relevant. Mm-hmm. Um Thursday we're talking about getting out of your comfort zone, and Friday, Brian Schwartz is coming online to talk about his startup experience. Oh yeah, we got some fun lineups for the week, and 
on the business side, we're, we've been growing. We got a, we got a tiny little team now. They're doing a test run working for us. So we'll see how that goes. We got a, by the way, for those of you listening and those of you watching right now, look up the Zach and Akasho clips. We got a little highlights channel now. It's also a link. So go check that it. channel out. Yeah, oh, it should be the description too. Otherwise, those of you watching live, you can see it right up there. We got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Instagram at the Zach and Akash Show. Go check us out on all of that. Those of you listening, you're already listening on a platform, so why don't you come join us live and watch us on YouTube at the Zach and Akash Show. Or say hi to us on Instagram, again, at the Zach and Akash Show. Yes, Brian Schwartz is coming on, Brian. Yep. Brian Lassie wants to know if Brian Schwartz is coming on. Yes, he is. <laughs> Should be. That's should be a good show. Yeah, it fits with our whole spiel. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today. Whoever just joined, I'm sorry, but we're ending the stream. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.